Yo everyone, this is Michael. Season 4 is just around the corner. Um, before it arrives, I just wanted to do an episode um, in remembrance of Chadwick Boseman, obviously most famously known as the star of Black Panther. Way back when, me and Abadesi did a quick little review of Black Panther. Um, actually, it was during a time when we weren't sure what techish was going to be. It was still kind of just a straight down the line tech podcast. And Black Panther was the kind of first pop culture story that featured on the show. So this episode essentially features a couple clips where we talked about how the film made us feel and yeah all of the above so enjoy and we'll catch you soon for season four it's just around the corner i swear peace my god you make me so happy right now god i've watched black panther don't know about time (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna bring it up straight away i know you were that's why i was like i'm just gonna preempt this and be like i've seen it we actually got a few tweets of people saying like i can't believe it like i was and people saying that we can't wait for them to discuss discuss it in this episode so no pressure. No what, pressure. What did, what did you think? Um, obviously, I loved it. I loved every second of it. I wanted, to, as soon as it was over, I wanted to watch it again. I yeah. thought the stunts in it were amazing. The you stunts? know, like Which bits? the car chase oh, in Korea. Dope. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just like, what? That was crazy. And then the soundtrack was obviously fire. That soundtrack was amazing. Was the, was the, shit. Um, the acting, the dancing, the costumes. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. I loved all of it. I also loved that the head of their technology lab. Was, was, a a, woman. was a woman that was amazing yeah uh, but yeah no it was good it was a good film it really made me want to go back to africa go why not uh i will watch, <laughs> watch me go watch go. me go i'm going now bye um and what i also loved was the scene like where i mean it happened more than once but where they do that ritual and like meet their ancestors that was dope that was I so good that. and you know it, remind, it reminded me of how like in African culture, particularly when I was growing up, you know, my dad's like Nigerian. Nigerian people are very religious. And mm. you always have like two religions in Africa because you have your church yeah. and then you have like your traditional stuff. Yeah. And like your traditional stuff is like so much a part of your culture. It's still quite ingrained in Nigeria. It's so ingrained. You know, my name, for example, my surname is Osunsade and mm. it's actually pronounced Osunsade. And the myth of my family is that there was a woman with her husband and she couldn't get pregnant mm-hmm. um so they were like praying to the gods like orison's like yeah, yeah famous god and so the god was like you have to go to this waterfall the erosin waterfall and drink that water and then you'll get pregnant mm. so she did and then she had a baby and then they changed their name to erosin sade which then became shortened to osin sade but as i grew up there was always like folklore mm. and some kind of like mysticism in my life how is it how is it viewed is it viewed like derogatorily or is it people kind of is it respected or is it i think in within nigeria it's just like an everyday thing it's just like hopping down to boots you know like the way chinese people are really into traditional chinese medicine it's the same thing in nigeria like if people are like you know praying to get a job or like going through an illness they'll like go to church and then Mm. the next day they'll be at their like babalao which is like they're like you know witch doctor i hate the word witch doctor because it's a very western you just think of someone like bones in their hair like ooga booga but like you know what i mean like you would yeah it's it's just totally normal it's totally common like you go to the market in lagos and there'll be the person selling like fruit person selling vegetables and then there'll be the person selling like all the ingredients for spells so he'll have like dried up snake skins and like a bit of this powder and a bit of that and it's just like oh yeah cool i'll just take uh two crow's feet and uh (laughs) uh, python skin it's amazing how like it's it's actually quite denigrated though like i've noticed like even from people in the diaspora Mm. they'll say things like oh you know it's voodoo or it's like juju whatever like and it's, yeah. it's not seen positively and i'm kind of like and as i've grown up i've realized well these are kind of traditional african belief systems and we've we've almost taken 
we've kind of swallowed the Western perception that this is like black magic. This is, you shouldn't do this. Yeah. Like, for example, I'm, okay. I'm not religious in, in any stripe, but mm. I just find it interesting. Like, and yeah, you're right. And it's one thing that I haven't seen touched upon that in black Panther, the Jabari tribe and the main tribes, they believe in their traditional deities. Like yes. there is no monotheism whatsoever. Like no. with anything. And I, I thought that was quite a good touch. Actually. I liked it. It was nice because it just, I, I felt that it was very true to African culture in that way. I mean, we, you know, African people were colonized by Christians. Christianity is a new thing if you think of the history in Africa, uh, history of Africa as a whole. Um, so even when people were like, "Okay, yeah, cool, I'm going to go to church," they were still like, "But I'm not going to forsake the gods that brought me into mm. this world, mm. um, or that we've depended on all this time." Mm. So yeah, so I loved, I loved that, and it was, it was just so, so like magical every time they did it, and this also this idea of like, you know, is time is time linear? Yeah, or is time circular? Because mm. In Wakanda, time is not linear, mm. right? You have a un- you have a world where time is circular. So even though people have died, as it were, or like moved on to another plane, you can still contact them, them and interact with them. And I thought that was pretty cool. So the key question here is: Are you Team Killmonger or not? <laughs> <laughs> because you know, a lot of people have just been like, he wasn't the bad guy. Obviously, he was intended to be the bad guy. Mm. If you look at the script, some of the things that he did where he's choking out auntie because she intended her to burn the flowers and everything. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That was obviously where we had to be like, okay, make, he, make him the bad guy. Like, he's mm. the bad guy stuff. But in terms of his overarching philosophy, do you consider him to be the villain? That's such a good question. I, I definitely thought he was a great like protagonist and a good bad guy because... Mm. His whole narrative around, you know, I came from the streets and like y'all didn't do nothing to help me, which I guess is true to some extent. But then I I do still think he's the bad guy because he was oversimplifying the reality. Like, Mm. yes, Wakanda has resources and yes, it's important for oppressed black people in America to know in this fictional world that there are black people out there who are not oppressed and who do great Mm. things and have freedom and stuff. But I felt that it was just such an oversimplification that like, mm. oh, if if African-Americans knew about Wakanda, everything would be different. I was like, mm, mm. I don't know. But he wasn't trying to, it wasn't about knowing about them. He mm. actually wanted them to impact their lives, essentially. But by, the way that he wanted to do it was... Yeah, he was on this Malcolm X shit. He yeah, was exactly. Like, let's overthrow this. <laughs> let's overthrow this motherfuckers. Like, yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think he's that clear cut, really. Because... What do you think? I... Yeah, I'm not. I don't necessarily think I agree with overthrowing governments essentially mm. through violent means. But what I did think that, and I, this is not surprising because this is still is at the end of the day a Marvel movie. It's just produced by a multi-billion-dollar corporation essentially. Yeah. But I didn't like the fact the way that at the end T'Challa is going in front of the United Nations and basically saying we're here to offer our, our technology. And I'm like, yo, you should be doing this at African Union. Can we build up Africa? <laughs> first, please? Like, okay, like yeah. yeah, you're like what? Like, is, you know what I'm saying? You're surrounded by countries that are impoverished. Can we build those? Can we build ourselves up first, and then mm. we can talk about. You see what I'm saying? Like, building and helping others. That's how I personally see it. But obviously, yeah, within the confines of the script, he is meant to be the villain. But what's interesting, actually, is that Chadwick Boseman, the actor who plays Black Panther, Mm. has come out and said that he saw Black Panther, actually, as the bad guy. As an African-American, personally, he saw him as essentially the obstacle Mm. to progression for his particular group of people. Yes. And... I just found the whole film, film so interesting in terms of... Because I, I didn't expect that it would touch upon the gap between African-Americans. Or not gap, I mean the distance between African-Americans yes. and the diaspora in general yes. and Africa. Yeah. And that there isn't a lot of contact. And when there is contact, it's necessarily not necessarily mm, positive. There's a lot of friction, yeah. There's a lot of friction. And Killmonger represents the African-American, even though he's half Wakandan. Yes. And he's like, where were you guys? Like, yeah. why haven't you helped us? Or why don't you help us? Or why isn't there yeah. any kind of outreach here? Like between our two groups, essentially... 
And um, I recommend everybody watch uh, an interview with Ryan Coogler, the director. He was on Hot 97, and um, he directed Creed also. And he says that all the films that he makes, they're about him coming to grips with a certain part of his life. So Creed was about father-son relationships. And this was about what does it mean to be an African when you are from diaspora, whether that's African-American, African-Caribbean, or even someone who's first generation like myself outside of the continent. And yeah, I just find it so fascinating, really. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think it is quite like the first emotion I feel is sadness yeah. that there is tension within like one racial group because mm. the reality is we make ourselves the enemy when if there is any enemy, it's the people from outside our race that mm. continue to oppress. Hey everyone, this episode is sponsored by Close.com. They're building the sales communication platform of the future. And right now they're hiring on pocketjobs.com for an account exec to help them build out the most efficient inbound sales funnel in the whole SaaS world. The position is remote and the link to apply is in the show notes. So either get applying or tell a friend. Peace. So it's just this theme that I've always been very conscious of. And again, here in London, you know, there's a lot of tension between uh, you know, British Africans versus people from the West Indies and the Caribbean. And not as stuff. much. When I was growing up, it was not as much. When I was growing up, it was like, yeah, it, it wasn't cool to be African. Keep yeah. Keep it 100. Like a lot of people from, you know, Caribbean would be like, uh, you guys are, you know, you know, just a few comments here and there. But yeah. it's changed now. I see a lot more unity and a lot more Definitely. togetherness now as I've grown, up, grown older. And, which when, is and with I'm regard for. to progress, which is definitely what I want, what you want, what most of us want. I think it's good that the film had the balls to like tackle that and and bring it to the forefront because it's so important to have conversations like this because a lot of like the prejudices that we have are just like inherited from what we heard at home or like whatever. And it's so Mm. important to like actually like put those under the microscope and think, why why do I think that? Where did that idea come from? Is that idea justified? Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, just last notes on the film. It's just amazing that essentially a Pan-African film was financed by Disney. Like, I couldn't believe... I, if you told me this a few years ago, I wouldn't believe it. Because essentially, to me, it is a Pan-African film because it yes. has to unite all people of the African diaspora and the continent. So, like, hats off. And I'm glad that it's making all the money. It's making it's going to make hit a billion, apparently. It yes. hasn't even opened in China yet. So, In Black Panther 2, they should film it, like, on location. <laughs> they didn't even film in Africa. We're keeping it well, 100. Yeah, I was they, thinking, it's all, like, it's all CGI, green screen, right? Green yeah, screen, you can tell. Yeah. Great effects, though. I was just like... Oh, some of it wasn't that great. No, like what? Like when he's, oh, the, hip, the rhinos. No, that's not that big. You know when, <laughs> like, on challenge much. day, when he's about to become king and he's yeah. got to fight Mbaku, like, people on the mountaintops oh, kind of dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit like, guys, come on, don't rush it. I know when you want to make like... all this pee, but can we just slow down a little bit and, like, get this film, like, properly through post-production? The other thing I have to say, they made such a big deal about his, like, noiseless sneakers. Sneakers, yeah, that was fine. And that then, was a good line. no, but then later on, when they're like, "Oh, like so and so is here," and he runs up the ramp, his feet make noise. Okay, okay, okay. Let's not, let's not, let's not, <laughs> let's sorry. not bait out all the plot holes, no, man. I'm just, I'm just this was meant to be an uplifting discussion That's about Black Panther, and now we're just nitpicking here. No, now. but dude, we have to be, we have to be critical. To be fair is nah. fair. Fair is fair. We see, I'm just... of the opinion you got to be critical <laughs> in private. You see what I'm saying? Okay. But in public, we uplift. Okay. You see what I'm okay, saying? Fine. Fine. <laughs> That's what I always say to my friends. I'm like, not sure. I'll criticize you in public, in private, but in public, I'll be like, yeah, my friend's perfect. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Yeah.